housekeeping things johnny parlays not going to be with us in this episode or the next episode that lucky fucker is traveling in europe for spring break so best of luck to him hopefully he doesn't get the coronavirus uh but it also kind of sucks because this very well could be our last week as a podcast um we all kind of created this thing because we were terrible gamblers <laughs> but i but i think people are starting to ask are we the hottest gambling podcast out there right now that because i think being we just might that be. question's being asked and if i'm given the answer the answer is <laughs> yes we are the, the answer is yes <laughs> i think we went what 12 and 3 last week Jeez. outstanding week we uh and if i i gotta say this i mean johnny's not on tonight and i mean He's been the one that's been struggling. I mean, honestly, guys, he, he's the weak link. He's been the one bringing uh, us down. <laughs> I know, uh, Godfather, you're still undefeated. You're hotter than hell right now. I had a really nice hotter week. than hell in a couple and ways. Frankie, oh my Frankie, God. I know you had uh, even a really solid week this week. So uh, better too. Godfather, go ahead, run through what you had. I know you're still undefeated. Like I said. Well, uh, I got to go back and look. Actually, it was kind of such a blur winning those games so you know quickly. Uh, but I had, um, gosh, what did I have? Well, we know you had CSK Moscow. Oh from, yeah, right, uh, the right, right. Bear. The Russian that bear, was, and they won by like a million free freaking goals. Absolutely free <laughs> money, and this that guy knows his stuff. Uh, I got to bring him on. Uh, that game started at like here. That 2 was, p.m. Too. That was nuts. Uh, well, I know I had a couple of XFL picks. I had St. Louis to win on the spread that they have. And, man, did I tell you guys about that Jordan Tamu kid. I mean, he is unreal. Now, his skills may not transfer uh, as well to the NFL game if he were to be picked up. He's kind of a running quarterback. But, my goodness, that guy is just a game changer. And the St. Louis Battlehawks just completely unloaded and whooped ass. Um it, uh, the first professional football game back at the Dome in St. Louis, uh, that pick was just – I mean, I knew that they were going to win, but it was just a dominant, dominant performance. So uh, the Battle Hawks giving me a win there. Uh, I had another XFL pick, and, you know, guys, it's just completely losing my mind right now. Uh, who I had in that, I'm just that bad at note-keeping, but I am 3-0. and Now, I will say I kind of broke even on the weekend because I had another pick that I didn't give – out publicly on the pod uh, i kind of made the day of i went to a college basketball game bet on it uh for my team to win mine by uh four i had them minus four they won by one which you'd think i'd be disappointed but they also in that game erased a 20 point deficit in the second half to win it with a last second shot 
so I left the arena uh, just pretty ecstatic about that, even though I lost my bet and came out even on the weekend. But if you're at home taking my picks, I am 6-0 and right now, and I am as hot as I've ever been as a gambler. So, um, I mean, just stay on the train, stay the course, let's get some money. Absolutely. Frankie, the, the NBA picks were flowing. Another good weekend for you. Not as much heartbreak as we had from, from week one. Right, yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I, the, the weekend was looking, it was looking terrible because the fucking Cleveland Cavaliers almost ruined my entire weekend. Uh, the Wizards just dominated them in the first and then just got crushed throughout the game. Bradley Beal went 9 of 28. And then the next two games, he goes for 53 and 55. So, whatever, big F you to me, I guess. Um, but then I just clean house afterwards. Uh, the Mavericks, minus three and a half. That was free money. The Magic stink, even though I bet on them tonight. Um, uh, the Boston, Minnesota, the, I, I gave out over 229. It settled even lower than that, over 226. So, I hope everyone hammered that. The C scored one, 127 points on their own. Um, just saying a little Frankie Overs uh, stat of the week. The Timberwolves, uh, for their for their games during February, I think they played eleven of them. The total has been averaged two hundred and forty three points. So just keep hammering Minnesota overs until they stop, uh, until they stop giving up one hundred and thirty points every single fucking night. Um, and then the New Orleans Portland over the Pelicans dropped another one hundred thirty points. Those the Pelicans overs are staying hot, so the, that's another free money there. Uh, three in one week. Should have been four and zero, but uh, I'll take it again. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure. Just going back to uh, the Godfather's picks, I'm almost sure St. Louis is three and zero against the spread so far. So they seem to two, be two uh, and they, one overall, three and one against the spread. Yeah, look at two that. and one yeah. against the spread. Excuse me. Oh, see, so uh, just uh, just incredibly hot, man. I don't. Uh, I I'm seriously um, putting like the petition in now for a change of the name pod. This is this is big. I'm just afraid once we actually change the name, we're all just going to go like 0 for 4. And 100%. We'll, we'll have like people like with pitchforks and torches at our front doors just ready to, you know, take us to the, you know, wherever they hang people or wherever. <laughs> exactly. Well, the I mean, here's, the, here's, the, here's the flip side of, of the picks we give out in the pod. I had four picks tonight. I thought they were all going to be outstanding. Start off, Virginia up 15 at the half against Virginia Tech. They blow the game, had to win on a last, se- last second three. I had them minus three and a half. They win by three. I, I am 0-5-1 and one in my last picks that I've made, but none of those picks have been made on the pod. So I'm hot when I give out picks here, but I'm ice cold everywhere else, which sucks. Uh, last, last week I gave out Kansas plus one and a half and their money line as underdogs. They led basically that entire game. Good Frank game, really? Texan U throughout. That was, that was a really good game. Those are probably the two best college teams in the country. Yeah, uh, Udoka as a bookie looked basically like Dwight Howard out Literally there shack, with the Orlando dude. Magic. Was dominating. Now Kansas, I know they did try to blow it down the stretch, but they hung on. They looked really impressive. So there, there were two winners right there off the bat. Mm-hmm. Now my – my keep betting it until it loses right state over nearly <laughs> lost. Oh my God. I was right state. I was sweating this one with you, Square. 
This one was bad. Wright State, Cleveland State. I had over 143.5, and, and it was 66-66 at the end of regulation. <laughs> thank, thank God they went to OT and it cash in OT. They scored 23 points in overtime, so that was good. I can't stop betting on the Raiders, and I'm not going to give it out as an official pick, but Friday night, Northern Kentucky, their last regular season game of the year, you know what to do. That's all I'll say about that. And then my my fourth and final pick was Florida State minus one and a half. Mm -hmm. I was quite inebriated, I will say, at this point when this game was going on. So I just kind of found out that they won by looking at my account. And I was like, oh, cool, Florida State won. Uh, I went back and looked. looked like they had a big second half against NC State. So that was nice. Um, Better team won, like I had said. So quick 4-0, and then uh, the Tyson Fury-Deontay Wilder fight, that was a nice, cool victory for me, even though I was too big of a pussy to bet on the KO-TKO plus 425 or whatever I gave out. I did bet on Fury Moneyline, so that was a nice little late-night winner Saturday heading into Sunday morning. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the entirety of the fight. I didn't shell out the money to watch it, but just seeing some of the highlights, um, uh Wilder came out there in his little costume, and when you do something like that, you have to just own it, and he just did not, because Tyson Fury Fury came out, uh, the Gypsy King obviously was carried out on a throne, I mean, things like this in Vegas you see all the time, but something like that is just hilarious, and Tyson Fury went out there and just absolutely annihilated him, it looked like, Uh, not knowing a ton about boxing, about, you know, the sport itself, but... I think anyone who's watching it could tell that uh, Wilder definitely took a beating in that fight. Yeah, it definitely looked like that Fury was just more kind of relaxed throughout the entire kind of beginning there. I thought I was pacing around the whole casino, basically, through, before the fight. Um, so Fury really just kind of took it to him, and uh, he wasn't going to settle for any type of draw again. He knew the only way he could probably get a win is to get the knockout. Um, and... Uh, Wilder's uh, Wilder's crew threw in the towel for him, which was probably for the best. But uh, I'd I'd like to see Fury get probably an, uh, one more kind of right hand in there. But he was beating the crap out of him. Uh, newsflash: having forty pounds <laughs> weight advantages on your opponent <laughs> plays a big factor in fights. I don't know if you guys knew that, but I, I did figure that out this weekend. You know, I think the only actual boxing I've watched in the past are some of the smaller guys, if Money Mayweather, obviously, Manny Pacquiao, a few things like that. I think this is like the first heavyweight fight I have followed, and I think this is better than anything else I've ever seen, and I might even throw um, some MMA in there. So when you get huge human beings like that just bashing each other's skulls in, I really, really hope that they're going to go for uh, a fight number three. I know that was in their contracts. To, there'd be an option for a third fight, and I hope that does happen because then I will definitely shell out and actually buy that fight and probably throw some money on it because that definitely looked like it was entertaining. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure Wilder, I think there's some, yeah, uh, claws in there or something like that. But he also, I'm pretty sure he fired the guy who threw in the towel for him. So that, that'll that be uh, – It'll, it'll, uh, I'm definitely thinking that there'll be Wilder Fury three. And, uh, I agree. I also didn't, uh, I didn't shell out the bucks for this one, but, uh, um, I think round three will be even more kind of epic. I think Wilder will try to lock in more. I don't know. Um, he was, he was, he was doing a lot of talking and then on fight night, he was really just kind of pacing around. So, um, I'd like to see round three. I like, uh, I agree. Godfather, these just big beasts, just kind of hucking right, uh, right arms at each other is pretty sweet. 
Yeah, I'll be sure to make sure I am present and able to watch this fight <laughs> if it happens a third time and not downing tequila shots and Irish car bombs. So I, hey. I missed out on a great fight. I did get to see the, the highlights in the next morning, and, and I won, so that's all I really cared about. So that was nice. I mean, hey, this isn't a sober podcast. By absolutely no means is this a sober <laughs> podcast. This, this podcast isn't about abstinence from alcohol, so... No, we we discussed that for sure last week. We, so, we might be um, anti-sober. I think we might have to be at this point. <laughs> I know why. It plays way too big of a role for us. So hey, I'll, um, I'll drink to that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. The uh, the middle section of this week is a topic that was brought up by Johnny, who just so happens to not be here to discuss it. So appreciate him for that, but. What we wanted to to briefly discuss, probably going to be a little bit of a quicker episode this week. We don't have a big event to discuss at the end, so we'll get through this and then give our picks and get out of here for the week. But how did each of us kind of get into gambling? And I would prefer to go after you, Frankie, because you are one of the yeah. sole reasons why I got into this. So. Yeah, and uh, and if, uh, if we'd like, I can start because mine's kind of a pretty simple story because I blame you, Square. This is your <laughs> fault. I, I, that, that, that's all I wrote down in my notes. It says, I blame the Square. Um, uh, we, we work together at a sports memorabilia store. I won't give them the decency of saying their name because it's a horrendous business. Um, oh, please and, do. <laughs> <laughs> so that, and that was what, probably the fall of 2018, right? Um, it would have been the fall of 2018. Yes. And, and you and I, we had, we had hours and hours on our hands just sitting and well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm going to stop you there. For a we had hours and hours of work that we should have been doing that we weren't doing. Instead, we were well, we did, gambling. So we, we did the sales part, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. But it's not like we. But we also saw ten people to walk in the store every day, so it's not. Like, <laughs> I think it was the busiest place. But um, for, for me, for me, I, uh, I'm not sure if you remember, uh, but I, I, I we. Uh, we really just kind of started looking at the lines, just, uh, just, uh, just, uh, I'm not even sure how it kind of came up. Like I said, I just blame you. Just I, all the only thing I remember is just kind of sitting in my little corner of, of the, of the lobby of, <laughs> of our store and just scrolling through, through picks. I, I, we used to use my bookie, that horseshit fucking engine and God um, damn it. I said don't disparage any. I mean, if my bookie <laughs> wants to end up sponsoring us, I mean, no, we, they're we dog love, shit. I don't, I don't we, care. We love all engines, <laughs> but, uh, but we just, and we, we, we just, we were just kind of scrolling through games. I didn't really understand the numbers, right? We, uh, we were maybe looking at overs and I would just say, well, 42, they, there's going to be way more than 42 points. And, uh, uh but, uh, to me, I believe we, I just, I started getting hot on like Thursday night games. I hit like the first like three or four weeks, both the spread and the over, probably, but in a row, and that was kind of all she wrote. After after we kind of uh, locked those up, we would we, we would go watch the game at the bar and just watching these games with a little bit of like dough on the line. I, I wasn't wagering out huge units. I still don't. Um, it, it was it was just kind of uh, it was awesome to kind of watch a game in in a, in a different way like that. So. Um, I was I was I was kind of used to watching all uh, all the games on Sunday anyway for all these fantasy purposes, right? So I'm already in tune to all the games anyway. 
Um, and then just having these kind of small, small units on there just kind of um, enhanced me, uh, enhanced me the, to kind of give me some new ways to kind of study and watch these games and uh, knowledge is power, baby. So it was, uh, it was just fun. But yeah, I, I, I blame the square. This is his fault. Yeah, you can blame me, but I didn't have enough money to even wager at the time. So you're you're barking up the wrong tree there. For me, like I so I've known Johnny for a real long time and I've known he's gambled for a while, but I just never had through college I never had the money to to go out and bet on games or anything like that. Then when I moved down to Florida, uh, Frankie, I think what the the reason we started talking about this probably was related to part of my take and we listened to, right. to their picks for the week. We can blame that them probably too. A, we can blame them. That's probably a big probably a big reason why we started doing it. And by we doing it mean <laughs> I mean <laughs> you doing it and me just advising you, I guess. Yeah. But once I once I finally had a stable enough income where I could start betting, um, I started up this this football season and I just went balls to the wall on it. I I had known for long enough and I had, you know, given out picks or help people with picks for long enough that I knew what I was doing, but I just didn't have the financial backing that I could actually go out and do it. So it really wasn't anything new or different for me other than just actually losing the money. (laughs) So that, I mean, it's really been kind of fast and furious for me in the past, I don't know, six months or so that I've really gotten into it. But uh, I, and I know Godfather, you over there, I, found out kind of randomly that you have been doing it and you've kind of been been picking games here for a little while as well to my understanding correct so i mean you and i kind of found out each other like gambled uh, kind of by chance uh, i mean we've been friends for quite some time but it was the first college football uh, game this season miami versus florida uh, the game taking place in orlando i'm thinking you know i really don't know much about either of these teams you know Square, he's usually pretty on top of this kind of stuff. So I texted you, hey, who, who do you think is going to take it tonight? And you just said the under. And I'm like, done, I have the under. And then we got to talking and realizing we're, we're both kind of addicts and pieces of shit and gambling way too much. <laughs> um, but for me, I guess it kind of started out uh, the enjoyment and the rush of just throwing money down with the opportunity to get more money back or the chance that you could lose all the money you just thrown down. I think it kind of started in me uh, in a young age. Uh, my dad taking me to the horse track. Uh, you know, not. I wouldn't recommend if you have young children taking them to the horse track. Uh, you know, not a great move by him. I'm his part. I don't think, but it was definitely enjoyable learning from a young age. You know, that this is something that people do, and it can be very enjoyable. And you have the opportunity to make money, but you also have the opportunity to make a lot of money or uh, lose a lot of money, which I didn't have too much of mowing lawns as a kid. But I'll tell you what: the real, you know, passion for it kind of started. I think when I was twelve. I threw down on a $5 horse race trifecta on the Florida Derby, which obviously I wasn't at. It was just a simulcast race in the middle of the winter that I was betting at, a, a, you know, a, a track that didn't have any live races going on. And I hit for like $150 on it or whatever the odds were at the time. And I'm thinking, I'm awesome at this. And I think it really started there. Now, for a while, I wasn't, you know, really gambling that much through high school, early on in college or anything. Uh, but then, you know, I noticed my friends start using those online engines and stuff. I kind of wanted it in on the fun. At first, I was just, you know, having them place bets for me. Then I moved to an engine, and now I here, here I am today uh, 
have my own bookie. Uh, and again, like I talked about in past episodes, he and I have uh, kind of a friendly relationship. Uh, once in a while, he invites me over uh, to his gambling den that he operates in the basement of his fiance's house. I won't give out the location or anything, uh, but he's taken quite a bit of my money from sports gambling as well as kicking my ass in pool. So, uh, you know, it's been quite a ride for the last couple of years. You know, one thing I think that's kind of in common for all three of us is it's it kind of almost started as a, like a social thing. Uh, you, you're doing it because the people around you are doing it and you want to get involved. And I guess that's kind of how a lot of things start. But for something that isn't technically legal in any of the states we're in, it, it is interesting that the way we came about it is, is fairly similar for all three of us. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And I'll mention, I mean, you know, I'm not sure about you guys early in the young ages, uh, hanging around, you know, some pretty greasy characters uh, at the uh, horse tracks up in Cleveland, which, um, you know, one of them's all right. One of them's a little rougher. And we spent more time at the one that was a little bit rougher because uh, we think that there is a little bit more money to be made there. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. I love that <laughs> that you and uh, I want to say your your dad's name, but I won't. <laughs> but that's that's uh, the, the, that definitely the big guy like to you. The big guy. We'll go with <laughs> the big we'll guy. With the big guy there. So uh, that's that's really my story. And I think, like I said, it was going to be kind of a quick one just to kind of sum it up, move forward with that. And we'll have some other main topics, and you know, we'll start getting into some of these more major sporting events here as the week progresses and then the next couple of weeks, once we get into conference tournaments and everything like that, we can have some more stories related to that, but we'll get into picks for this week. Um, Godfather, you're still hot. You might as well keep it going. What, what we have going, this order we have going is working. So why switch it up now? Well, like we've been saying, uh, I am red hot six and O on the public picks I've given out uh, as far as the podcast goes. Uh, this week, I have four picks. Two of them were concocted in my own brain, uh, and a couple of them I outsourced to another one of my good friends. Uh, first, we'll start out with my personal ones. Again, I'm sticking with what's working, staying in the XFL, the most hilarious uh, edition of football uh, we've seen in our lifetimes. Uh, St. Louis has been treating me really, really well that uh, I'm honestly kind of fading myself and thinking that this might be the weekend that they uh, – you know, kind of mess it up for me. So while I really, really like uh, Tamu and the Battle Hawks, uh, I think they might, you know, have an off week after that really big win at home in the Dome. So I'm just not going to uh, take them. I think the odds they or the spread minus 12, uh, and I really just didn't uh, feel comfortable with that. So instead, we got uh, the New York Guardians at home on Saturday. Um Against Los Angeles, they are plus seven. They had a tough la uh, loss last week to the Battle Hawks, that raging Battle Hawks team. I think that they might bounce back at home against Los Angeles, especially with those uh, those extra points they're going to get with that plus seven. Um, again, I don't think it can be that great for Los Angeles to have to be flying uh, to New York because you know that the league doesn't have a ton of money. These guys are probably flying coach in the back of an American Airlines. I just don't feel comfortable with Los Angeles going to New York. New York. So I'm going to take the Guardians plus seven at home on Saturday. And then in the Battle of Texas on Sunday, 
Houston versus Dallas. It's going to be at the ballpark in Arlington, a home game for the uh, Dallas Renegades. Houston, I think that they might be one of the more talented teams in the league. And while Dallas was really highly touted coming into the league, they just haven't been doing it for me. Uh, they're two and one, but I really think that they might be uh, frauds if I'm going to use the F word. I don't really have that much confidence in Dallas. I think Houston's going to take this one, so I'm going to take Houston minus one in that game. I really like that line. Uh, I've, Houston's played a lot of close games, and they've come out on top uh, uh, for a couple of them. Or no, all three of them. They are Houston is undefeated, but all their games have been fairly close. I think that they take another close one uh, on the road against Dallas. And then, since Johnny Parlays decided to not join us this week, uh, you know, I thought we had to keep uh, some of his terrible soccer picks. So I'm going to give you a couple of less terrible soccer picks from a good friend of mine uh, who enjoys the European sports and European culture, uh, the Mr. Red Baron, a good friend of mine growing up. Uh, As the name might suggest, he is ginger as all hell. And he loves European soccer, and he gave me a two a couple of picks out of the English Premier League, uh, Liverpool over Water, Watford. If I'm saying that right, uh, we don't know, he, and we don't care either. Yeah, so that, whatever you say is great. all right. Well, we'll just go through them pretty quick. Then. <laughs> we don't know. It, we don't so, care. soccer, soccer again. You know, is anyone really listening to this? <laughs> Liverpool over Watford, he says, is pretty much a sure lock. I'm not sure what the odds are on that. I didn't have any odds when I was looking at this a little bit earlier. Uh, so they, you know, that might be you know minus 500 or something like that. Might not really be a payout. Uh, that's too great for anyone. But he did say that Liverpool was definitely going to be a lock there. And then he also gave me Newcastle versus Burnley. Now, he said that this one was a little bit riskier. Newcastle, he thinks, is definitely going to take it. Uh, I did look up uh, some of the uh, you know, votes on this game, and they are 33% for Newcastle, 33% for Burnley, and another 33-point-something uh, you know, for a tie uh, or a draw or however it's you know, said in soccer football um so he thinks that liverpool and and newcastle this weekend in the epl uh i would say take those if you're like me and are don't know really what goes on in the epl uh i think i'm actually going to take the draw in that newcastle game just because those teams i guess are pretty evenly matched so i'm sure you can get a draw at some pretty uh favorable odds maybe plus 300 or something like that so that's what I'm going to do with that second game is take uh, the draw in that game. But like the Red Baron said, take Liverpool and Newcastle. And uh, that's what I got for you guys this week. All right, Frankie, what do we got on the NBA slate? Yeah, I got. Uh, I have a pick for Thursday. I have a pick for Friday and a pick for Saturday for you. And then I'm also going to uh, – I just have a quick Honda Classic pick um, as well. I was going through some of those odds. Um. So tomorrow, uh, tomorrow's Thursday. We'll have uh, I, I like the Portland Indiana over. That's at it's at two eighteen right now. Um, it, uh, I would assume it probably gets up to two twenty maybe uh, by tip off. Um, the Blazers are still putting up about one hundred and ten points uh, without Dame here over the last probably three or four games. Um, so I like the Pacers to get the win at home. Um, but they'll probably have to put up uh, a bunch of points to do it. Um, so that so so that two eighteen is pretty low. Um, I'll, I'll hammer that over. Uh, Friday night, uh, prime time ESPN. Uh, that's the Thunder. 
Uh, I'm going to take that money line at the Bucks. It's probably going to be a good, like, plus 300, maybe 350-odd. That's uh, it, it, that. This one's a little riskier. Um, but the Thunder right now are leading the NBA uh, with road underdog wins. They have 12 on the year, and along with being 18-4 and four against the spread as the road underdog, which is pretty crazy. Um, so, so, so I'm going to sprinkle that, that, uh, that money line in there as well. Uh, CP3 right now is really kind of operating his own team like he was back in the Hornets days. Uh, so that's pretty fun to watch. Uh, Shade Peel just Alexander, that kid's for real. Um, so, I, so I like a big primetime win against Giannis. Um, and then Saturday night, uh, I'm going to take the Rockets money line at the Celtics. Uh, I'm going to assume that's probably going to be about about plus 200 maybe maybe a little less than that like plus 180 um like like i was talking about last week the um i really like the this small ball attack from the rockets they're really opening up the floor um which is really kind of letting westbrook kind of attack the rim with just no one in there um and it's kind of letting them get back to kind of his younger days when he can really finish at the rim well um in february he's averaging 32 points a game on 53 percent shooting and 37 percent from three with this just absurd because he can't shoot at all um and he's uh and he's been he's putting up seven boards and seven assists and the rockets are seven and two in february um so i'll so i'll take a big primetime win on the road there um and then uh and then finishing up um uh i i, I found uh i found a, a top five finish odds um for sung J im in the honda classic it'll be at plus 600 um this this guy's just a stud so uh uh, the, not not all of the big names are in there this weekend. Um, so uh, so I thought plus six hundred was pretty nice for one of the better players. That that'll uh, that'll be there. Um, so that'll so that'll be Frankie Overs for this weekend, boys. Hey, Frankie, I actually like that pick you made for the Honda Classic. I mean, I, I was looking at the field for that. Uh, I think Kim he might be you know a pretty good choice for that. Uh, would you say the finish in the top five? Yeah, top five at plus six hundred. I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna take that um, every day of the week, really. You know what? That I kind of like that, and you guys might not know this about me, but golf addict. Uh, I love playing, love watching any any you know tournament that's on, even if the big guys like Tiger and Rory aren't playing. Uh, I'm still sitting in front of my TV watching. So if we can go back, uh, I, I, you know, I was thinking about putting this in my official picks. I'm going to pull the trigger right now. I've had a couple of drinks. I'm going to pull the trigger, <laughs> put, put my undefeated record on the line. Ricky Fowler hasn't won a tournament in Honestly, over a calendar year. Golly. His last, his last win coming at the waste management in Phoenix over a year ago. Uh, he's always a guy that's, you know, kind of in the mix can always play well. Some tournaments he has, you know, one round where he really loses things, the wheels fall off. I think that this is a course that he's, you know, played there before. I think he has the maturity and the experience to take on the bear trap, the uh, 15, 16, 17 hole or whatever it is, the stretch uh, at that course. I think that, you know, he might be a pick to win that. Uh, so I'm putting the official record on the line with that long shot that Ricky is going to win the Honda Classic this weekend. Wow, the win. Wow, that's probably really nice. I got him for the win. You know, we won't put it we'll, – we'll use your two picks right there. Those can be the the big event picks for this weekend for you guys, and then I'll throw one out there in a different sport. Okay. But we, we, won't, right. we won't hold that against your record there, Godfather, but we'll throw them out there for sure. Uh, so I got a couple college basketball picks as always. 
First one is going to be 4 p.m. on Saturday, Oklahoma at number 20, West Virginia. I'm thinking West Virginia is probably going to be an underdog even at home in this game. And even despite the fact that Oklahoma has lost their last six road games in the conference, West Virginia, losers of two in a row, they lost to Oklahoma by 10 as two-point favorites in Norman back on February 8th, but they're 13-1 at home. So I think they return the favor here, winning as home underdogs. So give me WVU money line, or if they are favored, I think it's going to be by a point, two points, two and a half points, something like that. So I'll take West Virginia, probably money line as an underdog, but I'll take their spread even if they are favored ever so slightly. Second pick will be number 17, BYU at Pepperdine. This is a real in-the-mud pick. That's 6 p.m. on Saturday. So BYU just beat Gonzaga last week. And typically you would probably think this is a perfect spot for it to be a big letdown game. You beat a top five ranked team, but they do have an entire week off and they're going to Pepperdine and Pepperdine gave up 107 points. The last time these two teams played BYU's offense in the last seven games, since these two teams met, they've scored 72 points in every single one of those games, and they've scored 80 or more in five of seven games. So I expect them to, to definitely be able to go out there, score another 75, 80 points. I see no reason why this over won't be in the 150s, and I'm still going to smash it. So I like the BYU Pepperdine over. And then my final pick, and I didn't love a whole lot of college basketball this week, and I'm adding this, even though I'm not super confident in it. It's going to be number 19, Michigan, at number 23, Ohio State. Both teams have been playing a lot better recently. They actually both are ranked inside the top five, then fell out of the top 25. I know Michigan's offense has been so much better since Isaiah Livers came back. Franz Wagner has been playing much better, the the true freshman from Germany. I know Ohio State, they aren't as trendy as Michigan has Can I been. jump in real quick? You didn't need to tell anyone, any of us that he was from Germany. I think we all figured figure that out <laughs> just by his name. And me watching absolutely no college basketball for the most part, I still figure that out. He's from Germany, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> thanks, <Okay>. thanks. <laughs> um, so, like I said, Ohio State haven't been as trendy, but they've scored at least 76 points in back, back-to-back games. Both of those games have gone over. Earlier this month, they played to a 61-58 to finish. I think there's a lot more scoring in this one. I wouldn't be surprised if the total is still low. I could see it maybe as low as like 128 and a half. But I think it's going to be in the higher 130s, maybe even lower 140s, and I'm still going to take the over there. So I'm going Frankie overs on a couple of these overs this weekend. So to recap, my three picks are going to be West Virginia money line at home against Oklahoma. Give me the BYU Pepperdine over and then the Michigan-Ohio State over. My big event pick for this weekend, I'm going to go to the NASCAR track. Give me Kyle Busch to win plus 500 at uh, Fontana Auto Club Speedway in in California. Here's a fun stat for you. This year, the last or the first two winners have both been back-to-back winners. So Denny Hamlin won at Daytona last year, uh, won this year at Daytona. Then Joey Logano won last week, and he won. Joey Slogano. Yes, Joey Slogano. He won uh, the previous year at Las Vegas as well. Kyle Busch is the defending champion. 
He has the second best odds in the field as of right now, next to Kevin Harvick. Now this means absolutely nothing because they haven't even qualified yet. <laughs> but give me, give me Kyle Busch plus five hundred. Uh, I don't think he's won. Well, he hasn't won since he won last year uh, in the series finale. So give me, give me him plus five hundred. A long shot that I do like. Jimmy Johnson ran really good last week. He is the winningest driver. At Fontana, he's plus 2,500, so that's a nice little long shot there as well. So that, that would be my two picks for, for the big event for this weekend. Sweet. All right. Sounds like we got a lot of picks out there that uh, definitely aren't going to work, and uh, we're definitely going <laughs> to live up to the fade us name. I know. We're, I, we're going we're gonna to start to lose eventually, but pick your spots for now. While we're hot, ride it. I, that's all I can say. We, we've been very, very clear that we're not good gamblers. But we're so hot right now that you almost just have to keep failing us. So, we're, like I said earlier, too, we're going to have some big events coming in the next week and then in the weeks to follow that. So, stay tuned. Um, we're going to start putting out some more picks on our Twitter, too, at FadeUsPod. So, stay tuned there for some free picks. Updates. We'll give some, um, some more updates Saturday mornings, too, with some updated lines, which will, I think will help our listeners a little bit. So, that'd be awesome. Uh, again, big thanks to all of our listeners and some of our guest pickers that we've had. Love to hear more from you guys as this goes along. But that's going to do it for this week's episode. We will see you next week. <laughs>